Welcome to All Angles Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Claire Hunt, and in today's episode, we are talking through the five modern ways to scale your photography business. This is the second episode in our series called the Scaling Series, so if you haven't listened to episode 30, I highly recommend going back there and listening first because I'll talk you through when it's actually time to scale your photography business as well as what scaling really means because there are a lot of misconceptions out there around this topic. So I want you to understand more of what I'm talking about in this episode and episode 30 is a great place to start, but I am so excited to share these five ways with you because I began scaling back in 2021 and I realized very quickly how impactful scaling in even just one way could be because just to scratch the surface, I am now booking a max of 15 weddings per year instead of 30 plus. I'm still hitting $25,000 months consistently. I'm working 30 hours a week instead of 65. I'm strategically marketing and advertising so that I'm always generating new inquiries on autopilot without me having to post three to five times a week on Instagram. And I'm finding fulfillment in each piece of my business without the burnout. So I believe that these five ways to scale truly are your ticket to a better work-life balance and more freedom and more profit while still working less because that's exactly what's happened for me and I know that it would be possible for you too while you're still enjoying your life and your business, booking less and bringing in those consistent five-figure months. So without further ado, let's get into these five ways to scale your photography business. You are listening to All Angles, a business and photography podcast that truly hits on all angles of creating and sustaining a fulfilling photography career. Hosted by Claire Hunt, a former pediatric trauma nurse turned wedding photographer and educator. Every two weeks, Claire brings you tangible and actionable tips that help you improve your dream business, all while providing you some encouragement along the way. For marketing, client experience, travel, content creation, productivity, and more, grab your coffee, because we're about to hit on all angles of running your dream photography business. Welcome back to the show, friend. I am so stoked to share the five ways to scale your photography business, because I truly do believe that these five are the secret to scaling your business in a way that does create more revenue. It's actually enjoyable. It's actually fulfilling. It enables you to book less. You can bring in those consistent five-figure months. But however, I did want to say first that scaling really isn't about the business. And I shared a little bit of this in the last episode because scaling is really more about the life that you want to create while finding fulfillment from the ways in which you've scaled. It is so easy to lean towards what can make a lot of money because that's what you see whenever you Google scaling. It's an increase in revenue without a significant increase in expenses. And so many photographers have thought that increasing their pricing or adding services to their packages or having a studio or booking more is the way to scale but then you end up booking multiple weddings each weekend and you feel so scattered because you can't deliver on the luxury experience that you sold with all of those additions to your package or you have to fill up your calendar time with a bunch of sessions just to pay for your studio rent or you end up booking less to make the same amount. So none of these ways are actually scaling. I really believe that that's just taking the money and running yourself and your business into the ground. And I'll talk a little bit more about these common misconceptions and myths around scaling in episode 34. So stay tuned for that. But I just wanted to start this episode off by saying that when you scale your business based on what lights you up, 
based on what actually you feel excited about, you're more so able to support your clients more and you're able to support your business more as well and feel supported by your business because that's what this is all about. It's all about the work-life balance, the freedom that you get to create, the way in which you get to serve not only your clients but yourself too. So I just wanted to say that this is your permission that even though there are a million and one ways to scale and you can Google a bunch more after listening to this episode. I believe that these five ways to scale are more so foundational and can be adopted and applied by basically any established photographer. The fifth one may feel a little more niche, so I definitely believe the first four will apply to you, but I just want you to be able to have that permission to do a gut check and see if this kind of scaling would feel good to you. With all of that being said, no matter how you want to scale in any kind of direction, the very first way that you should scale is by having systems, funnels, and outsourced tasks into place. Just like in a photography business, systems and workflows are absolutely necessary whenever it comes to scaling, especially whenever we talk about sustainably scaling, because otherwise you're only going to be running yourself into the ground or stressing yourself out more, even if it was meant to free up your time and your headspace. So systems do come with a lot of work at the beginning. Like if I'm being completely honest, some of my most daunting work days have been around getting systems set up, whether that's my CRM or creating email templates or whatever that may be, automations, but it is so worth it in the end because I know my clients are well cared for while I've also taken the time to care for the future me who has scaled massively in all the ways that I have. Additionally, with having systems and workflows in place, you also need to outsource the things that are not in your zone of genius. You're really not meant to do it all alone, friend, and outsourcing is such a pivotal point of scaling, and I know that there's a lot whenever it comes to outsourcing of like, well, who do I choose, and how do I know it's going to be a great experience, and how do I train them if they're not familiar with XYZ, but I want you to just consider first, like, Whether that means hiring a mentor, a virtual assistant, a blogger, a social media manager, an accountant, copywriter, the list goes on, like figure out what you need to delegate, eliminate, automate, or simply do yourself in every piece of your business. And then you're going to know what needs to be outsourced that you can work on the things that actually bring you joy. I personally outsource many things in my business and I began doing this in 2021 and I shared in the last episode that I've had great experiences and I've had bad experiences, but really if you can just trust in the process of outsourcing the things that you are not a natural at or that you don't have time for or that you simply just don't want to do, then that is going to save you a lot of time and create more of a work-life balance for you as well. Your need for outsourcing can also change as you grow and evolve. So for example, I have always done the copywriting for my website as far as my photography website goes and also my education website. And I've had my mentorship program book it for almost a year now. And I wrote everything on that website page. I've written all of my emails that are about book it. And for scale it, I've decided to not do it myself because I knew that I wanted to put all of my energy and my time into creating the program material rather than 
learning how to speak about it, where it's going to actually, you know, call in the right kind of students through my informational page and even the emails that I'll be writing. So this is just a great example that I figured I would share with you of how you can, you know, evolve as you grow and as you scale into the kind of outsourcing help that you need. And maybe sometimes it's more of a consistent outsourcing need. Maybe sometimes it's like a one-off need. So just consider like, what are the things that you can delegate, eliminate, automate, or do yourself in this season of business? And especially whenever it comes to scaling, that is so, so important. The last point that I wanted to mention is just simply creating time for a work-life balance because work-life balance is not given, it's created. And you really do have to prioritize creating that time for you just as much as you spend on pursuing new endeavors. And I really only wish that someone told me this sooner. And this is why productivity and systems are a hill that I will absolutely die on now. But if you're interested in more around this topic of productivity, Activity and even work-life balance, you can listen to episode number six of All Angles. I talk a lot about email specifically in the episode, but the time blocking and productivity tips can be applied to any area of your business. The second modern way in which to scale your photography business is by implementing advanced marketing and advertising strategies so that new inquiries come in on autopilot. While it is absolutely wonderful to have inquiries coming in on autopilot and implementing advanced strategies, I want to be sure to say here first that you can't just skip the step of understanding basic marketing principles and even just how your website and your marketing and your portfolio and your client experience and your organization, all of those I call your business foundations, how important those are whenever it comes to having inquiries and having bookings. If you're not currently in a place where you're getting your dream inquiries and your dream bookings, then ads will not be a solution for you. For example, if you aren't getting inquiries or maybe not the right inquiries or people aren't booking with you, then there is a deeper reason than just visibility. So like, let's say you start some ads hoping to book more couples because those courses are everywhere out there. (laughs) They're like promising that you're going to be able to book a $10,000 wedding if you just run a couple of ads at this much a day. I've seen the ads for them myself and it's honestly just doing such a disservice to many photographers because if you know you start an ad and it leads them to your website that has inconsistent branding, inconsistent portfolio, inconsistent packages, messaging, and even just direction, like they don't even know how to get through your website or what you're trying to lead them to, or maybe the ad does successfully lead them to inquire, but they end up going through a jumble of emails that do not match the quality of experience that they need in order to book a higher package. So if you aren't getting those inquiries or bookings right now, ads really are not going to change that. And so I just want to be sure to be completely honest and transparent with you that mastering those foundations of your business first are very pivotal. Once you are bringing in those dream inquiries, dream bookings, that's whenever it's time to implement the advanced marketing and advertising strategies. 
So with all of that being said, there are many ways to market yourself and your services and understanding buyer psychology is kind of the first point that I wanted to make with this advanced marketing and advertising strategy that I'm speaking of because I'm sure you've heard this saying like when you're speaking to everyone, you're speaking to nobody for niching down specifically and that's true. The same is true whenever it comes to sales as there are four buyer types. So you need to be speaking to each buyer type strategically in your marketing and your website and even in your email communication because this makes people have that feeling of like wow she really gets me every single time they come across your marketing or advertising which then leads to more connection and more sales one of the most underrated ways to market in my opinion as a photographer is by email marketing And let me tell you that if you just start one thing now, start building your email list with a freebie that offers value to your dream client. And I really recommend Flowdesk. I will put a link in the show notes and description for you all that gets you 50% off of your subscription because they really make it so easy to start a list, create beautiful emails, and nurture your new subscribers. But truly, I have booked dream clients. I'm talking $6,000 plus packages by serving through an email list, and I would be confident to say that that would happen for you too, but so many photographers sleep on email marketing and I'm here to tell you, don't do that. Go start your email list literally today. The last point that I wanted to make around utilizing advanced marketing and advertising strategies is that it's so important to, again, go back to the first way to scale and have those systems and funnels and processes in place before you utilize ads. And this is very true in even just your marketing as a whole. It's so important to understand your goals and how well your marketing efforts are actually taking place. Like, are you reaching your dream clients? Are people resonating with what you're sharing? Do you understand what they need from you? Even if we think about the email list example, like once someone opts in for a freebie, how do you nurture them? How are you connecting with them? How are you making them feel as if there's no way that they can't inquire with you? Because otherwise, you know, if you use ads in that sense and they don't feel nurtured, then you're just wasting money again to get people on your email list. So that's truly where having those funnels and processes and workflows in place and understanding your goals and how your marketing is performing as a whole in general and understanding and implementing buyer psychology, those are all very important things before you utilize ads so that then your money is not wasted. If you're an established photographer who has built the foundations of your business, but you're ready to stop booking 30 plus weddings a year and trading your time for income, then it's time for you to snag my freebie, The Secret to Scaling Your Photography Business While Working Less and Making More. You will learn about what scaling actually means for your photography business, how it creates more of a work-life balance. You'll have guidance through the five modern ways to scale, including systems, processes, and out outsourcing, advanced marketing and advertising strategies so that your business runs on autopilot, pivoting into multiple streams of revenue by selling prints and albums on repeat, and even building a team of photographers. And there's a bonus of beginning the pivot into education if that feels aligned for you. But spoiler alert, you can scale your photography business without being an educator. And that's actually what I'm sharing the most in this freebie, how to simply scale your photography business. This will give you clarity on whether 
it's time to scale your business. So the link will be in the show notes and description. This is your invitation, my friend, to actually create a work-life balance and avoid burnout next wedding season. So I can't wait to hear what you think about this freebie, but until then, let's get back to the episode. The third way to scale is by selling prints and albums consistently. So the first thing that you have to do is create awareness around your prints and albums, but not only that, you need to create awareness at the right time. So if you didn't hear that, go back and listen to it because it's very important for this being successful and actually a profitable source of income for you, because this is the biggest mistake that I see that photographers make whenever it comes to trying to sell prints and albums, but they're not offering the albums or the print at the right time. So if you can do this when it's the most valuable to them, that's how you market and that's how you create awareness effectively. The second thing you need to do is actually setting and selling at your prices. So albums are an investment and they should be priced as such. You should never just be charging what it costs for the lab to print your album or photo for. You are going to give an experience with your albums and prints. You're going to be designing it. You're going to be helping them choose the best images that tell the story of the day. You're going to order the album. You're going to package it up and so much more. So it's really necessary that you set your prices to be strategic for offering a discount as an incentive, but you also don't want to set your pricing too high in general where your couples will just purchase from Walgreens or Shutterfly before even considering your offering. So if you create awareness, market the transformation behind the album or print, and you have a seamless album workflow, then you're going to receive consistent sales and upgrades, which leads me to actually creating that album workflow. Again, we're going back to the very first way to scale, which is implementing all of these workflows in the ways in which you scale. And this album workflow is the secret sauce for selling prints and albums on repeat. You really want to create a workflow for albums and prints that you can take every single couple through no matter what. So this workflow should include like all of your next steps, even like prior to them purchasing, after they've purchased, after the album is ordered. You really want to map out every single step from knowing what discounts are you offering or is this included in a package all the way to actually designing and ordering your album. And setting up a workflow will ensure that you're truly scaling instead of adding more work to your plate because if this is something that you're doing consistently, it can actually feel quite overwhelming if you don't have strategies in place to even outsource this album creation to a VA or have this workflow in place that takes the work off of your plate because I've personally made over $6,000 in just one month from album sales and that's totally possible for you too. And these three steps are your first steps to actually scaling in this way. The fourth modern way to scale your photography business is to build a team of photographers. And I know whenever I say this, many of you are going to freak out at that and be like, oh no, that's not for me. But let me tell you when it's time to start a team. If you're having to turn away inquiries left and right because you're already booked on a date, it's time to start a team. If you want to serve more couples without a new booking requiring you to be the one shooting, it's time to start a team. If you don't want to take on double headers or triple headers anymore, but you still want to serve those couples, it's time to start a team. 
If you simply want to grow your brand and expand your revenue, then it's time to start a team. I've heard it said before that you need to be maxed out before you can build a team, and that's simply not true. Like, if you have enough dream inquiries coming in that could be a great fit for a team, then that is great just by itself. So even if you're not there yet with inquiries, but you do have those business foundations mastered that we talked about, then you will be after you implement the advanced marketing and advertising strategies. So building a team really does ensure that you can remain in or create a healthy work-life balance and avoid burnout. One of the biggest hesitations that I hear whenever it comes to building a team of photographers is who do I hire for this team? So you may hear of photographers in your area looking for like one-off associate photographer positions here and there, but that's not what we're doing here. We're actually scaling your business in a way that serves your clients and your dream business model. So this means actually hiring a photographer or two that you would personally want to hang out with and communicate with regularly because trust is absolutely huge whenever it comes to building a team and waving them off to photograph the most special day for your couple. So my biggest recommendation is to hire those who have the same dedication and drive for your business as you. And you really want to just hire somebody who shows signs of being skilled, trainable, and excited to serve couples for you as if it were their own business. I can't tell you how much I also hear that photographers don't believe that they could train someone to give the same kind of photography style or experience. And I know it's possible because I've done it with both of my team photographers. So just don't let that hold you back. And training is one of the most important pieces of who you hire for your team. But really having that personality there is the first step of who you're going to hire. Then whenever it comes to actually marketing your team, it's time to take all of the eyes off of your website and trade it for we and our. Part of marketing your team is actually marketing them as a team. So you want to communicate the value for having team photographer to potential couples on your website. You want to explain the entire process, introduce your team on a team page, and adjust any of your emails or questionnaires to contain the information they could possibly wonder about a team prior to them having to ask. So instilling confidence into your inquiring couple is key to booking your team photographers out. The fifth and final modern way to scale is by pivoting into education. And I call it a pivot because it's really more so like creating a whole other business alongside your photography business. And I wanted to be sure to just say that like, I know that most of you probably are not going to relate with pivoting into being an educator. And the reason that I can say that confidently is because I asked many of my past Book It students like what they thought about scaling and so many of them thought of education first and maybe even solely. So as you can tell throughout this entire podcast episode, I've been talking about scaling your photography business specifically and that's even what I'm going to be focusing on inside of my program Scale It because I want you to be able to truly just scale your photography business and then introducing this pivot to education as like a bonus if it feels good to you is kind of where I'm going with scale it because like I said, it's like creating a whole other business and it's personally been my most fulfilling way to scale. So I had to share at least a little bit about it. So if this is something that interests you, starting the pivot into education is simply by beginning to just position yourself as an educator. 
This may mean changing up your marketing schedule to be like 80% photography and 20% education. This may mean offering mentorships and starting to get some experience teaching. This may mean launching an email list for photographers so that you have a warm audience ready to sell you know, your digital product to. Or this may mean all of the above, but simply by taking the first step is how you will start the pivot. But just as with anything in your photography business or even in the ways you scale, you got to do a gut check to see like what feels good to me, what excites me, what will I be consistent with and kind of where do you feel like you need to start? Like maybe it is one on my mentorship. Maybe it's a free podcast to get your name out there and start educating in that kind of a way. So regardless of wherever you're at in your photography business and the way or the ways that you've related to the most whenever it comes to scaling your photography business, I hope that hearing these five ways really helped you to understand how much it can really change the game for you as far as your work-life balance goes and even your income. In the next episode, I'll be sharing with you how I was able to take off an entire month and still make five figures. So stick around for that episode. And until next time, my friend. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I'll be back in your ears with more photo biz goodness every two weeks. So be sure to subscribe to the show. If you're loving the episodes, I want to welcome you to leave a five-star review on Apple or Spotify so the podcast reaches more listeners just like you. Also, it lets me know what you enjoy hearing the most, and I promise it really goes a long way. If you're ready to dig deeper, save yourself time, and master all angles of running your dream photography business, I offer one-on-one mentoring, group mentorship programs for wedding and elopement photographers, and resources to make your business work for you instead of the other way around. The links to all of these offerings will be in the show notes and description, as well as any freebies and discounts mentioned in the episode. Until next time, my friend.